So let's move into our first story. There is a community of Timbisa, of course, we all know that, and uh, there's a call now to assist them. They work together to address abandoned children, and it is part of something called the Ubutle Bezwe Child Care Centre. On the line is Toli Madala, who is a volunteer media relations manager. Toli, thanks so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle, and good morning to your listeners, and um, salute to Banyana Banyana. Isn't it amazing how it puts a smile on your face, hey? Yes, like I've been listening and the song was so befitting also. So it just feels so beautiful um, oh. to just savor this moment. Yeah, it really is a wonderful thing. Goli, tell us about Ubutle Bezwe Child Care Centre. All right, um, Ubutle Bezwe Child Care Centre um, was founded by Babram Timkulu in 2002. Um, just from seeing the need in the community. And um, she started it um, in her own house, a small four-roomed house in the township. And um, she takes um, children from a newborn to the age of 18. She either finds them through the community, some are brought through by um, the local cops from the police stations around, and some are actually brought through by um, the child welfare in Tambisa. Whenever they feel that they are of space, then they contact her. So she works from her house and um, relies on sponsorships from either corporates or individuals, um, because that's how I found her also. I was just um, doing an outreach with uh, my church at that time. Yeah. And when I saw her heart and um, the work that she was doing, that was in um, 2013, so I'm almost going to 10 years with working with her. Wow. When I saw her heart, I decided to just get on board with her because the amount of work that she was doing, mostly by herself, I had to get on board and do what I could, which is um, mostly bringing attention to the home by using my social platforms, like I post about the home on my timeline, yeah. whether it's the needs that I needed, um, the new um, children that have been brought through. So, Obukebezwe um, is just uh, solely run on sponsorships, and um, always say everybody's got a role um, to do, um, to play when it comes to Obukebezwe. So, an opportunity like this, as it is. So, Koli, um, let's talk to let's talk to the kind of work, and um, we know what Ubutlebeswe is in terms of childcare and that kind of thing. How successful are you in ensuring that young babies and young children, maybe even older children, are able to be fostered or moving further afield to be um, adopted as well? We work closely with uh, the Department of Social Development. Yeah. And um, they assist with um, the screening processes um, that are in place so that um, the children are able to be paired with um, the right um, families. And everybody knows, obviously, it's a lot of um, a process to go through. So most of the cases hardly, like, are really materialized too much. So mostly it's um, on a fostering basis um, that uh, we've had success. But in terms of full adoption, it hasn't really been um, many successful cases. So because of the loopholes that come with that, some people will say that I will foster a child by either paying for their school fees or whatever special needs that they might have and then continue to have a relationship with them. But the home is always open 
through yeah. um, full-on adoption because then if um, a child is fully adopt- adopted, then it creates a space for another child Absolutely. that is out there, that is um, in need. I do have to ask you, I mean, it is just insane that we have such red tape in the space of adoption for children. I mean, surely this is one area that uh, we should have less uh, red tape and more action to make it happen more quickly. I totally believe so. I mean, the red tape is so, so, so much. Um, Just to make one example, just as um, an off chance, there's been um, a couple that was really interested in adopting um, a baby. But um, because um, the mother was working as a flight attendant at that time, it was just creating a bit of um, a red tape. Um, So many barriers, like having to explain what systems are going to be in place when she is traveling. And then you look at um, just um, families that, or parents that um, conceive children naturally. Nobody questions, like, how are you going to raise huh, that baby if you point. are doing this job, if you are yeah. traveling? You trust that a parent, if they are a parent, they will put systems in place, have support structures, so that they can go make a living, so that they can take care of their baby. Instead of assuming that, in fact, uh, when someone chooses to adopt a child, they're actually making an even greater... uh, Yeah, they're going to be neglecting them all the more. So, Koli, we do need to go to a break, but when I come back, let's uh, just find out what kind kind of things you might need at this uh, juncture. At SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. We're chatting to Koli Madala. She's the volunteer media relations manager, doing amazing work in her own right as a volunteer and how passionate with Ubutle Bezwe Child Care Centre. Uh, Koli, you do have the centre. Currently, there are ma- just under 50 kids that are there of all sorts of ages. Uh, how can we help? How can people who are listening say, OK, this is something that I could do? OK. Um, I'm going to start with um, the basic day-to-day uh, material things. Yeah. Right now, the need is a stove. Whichever the change is, a stove every year yeah. because um, of the amount of cooking that has to be done. And um, they just use a normal four-plate stove. So it gets um, under so much strain. So um, that's the biggest need. And then um, because um, the kids need to look neat and well-kept, Tech clips machines also, yeah. they break quite often because, I mean, it's expensive to take the children to the salon every weekend so that they look neat and decent. <laughs> so that is that. Yeah. And um, with um, winter upon us, winter uniform like jerseys and um, socks, because also you find that in the um, schools, um, in the township, with um, the change of um, uniform in winter, they sometimes chase um, children away if they're not wearing um, the appropriate um, uniform. And it's cold and they walk to school. So winter uniform is the biggest need also right now. And um, there was um, an extension to the home structure. So things like um, paint, new doors, yeah. that's um, what is needed. And then also food sponsorship because, I mean, food is the biggest medicine. So if they're eating right in terms of nutrition, see, then yeah. it helps to eliminate such. So ongoing sponsorship of such is much needed. Golly, can and I then, just um, ask you, are you, um, mm-hmm. you, you are a not-for-profit, and you, you, you constitute in, t- in terms of NPO, the NPO Act of mm-hmm. 1997. 
Do you offer Section 18A uh, certificates? Definitely, yes. So businesses, they do um, get such from the thank you letters, the certificates, all the necessary paperwork also for their benefits is um, readily available after every donation. So we never even delay. There is a lady that is dedicated just for that. Brilliant. Golly, if people want to get hold of you, how do they do that? My WhatsApp is always available. Um, I can give it to you right now. Okay, go for it. It's 084 Yep. 0777-0122. 084-777-0122. Okay, we're just going to go to a listener comment. Let's go for it. Hello, SAFM. You're speaking with Vuisila from the Eastern Cape. I'm listening to the show. Congratulations to Banyana Banyana for winning the AFCON. Um, I just wanted to comment on the red tape in terms of the adoption process. As much as it might uh, seem like a stumbling block at times, but all of those red tapes are meant there for a reason, especially when you are talking about children's rights, because you can't shy away from the fact that some people adopt those children and they will use them for sex workers or, or, or whatever reason. So it's very important to have all those protocols in place to ensure that the, the child is getting the right family. Very briefly, Koli, how would you respond to that? We totally understand that, I mean, uh, with child trafficking and everything that is in place, we totally understand that. But at the same time, there is always the feeling that, you know what, every case really needs to be looked at it for what it is. And I'm not just going to, I'm going to deviate, not just about um, the red tape when it comes to um, the adoption, even on the running and the registrations of the children's home with um, the um, Department of Social Development. The criteria that they have when it comes to how the structures of the children's home are supposed to be, it can be so much sometimes, you know, like, they, um, for example, the number of bedrooms, the number of bathrooms that are, support, are supposed to be there in connection to the number of the children's home. And then under the same breath, to be able to have those um, systems in place, sponsorship is needed. But then when you go look for sponsorships in some of the companies, then they firstly want to find out that are you registered with the um, Department of Social Development before we can sponsor you? And then they find that, no, you are not because of the criteria that um, social development has. So it's almost like a back and forth because then the red tape that comes with some of the requirements is a lot. And then the people that are willing to assist, then they find that you are not registered with that. So it's quite a number of red tapes that hinder mm. the work that is um, being put by um, people out there to assist, because this is an assistance to the Department of Social Development. And we totally understand that, I mean, with uh, child trafficking, um, people that um pedophilia and all of those things. But then we are saying that, you know what, the processes um, that are also, they, they take quite long. Some yeah. people even get dejected. They give up and feel that, like, this is too much. As they say, from their side, it makes sense. But at the same time, because we are the people also on the ground that here, day-to-day people that really have their good intent, but then they end up giving up. So maybe more communication mm. needs to be had. Um, because I'm not sure how often also 
the rules and um, policies in place are reviewed to actually engage also with um, the people that how else would you say we adapt and adjust these red tapes to make the process easier for both um, people so that the ten people that are actually um, in the middle, which is um, the children in need, they benefit, you know, because sometimes it's easy to make um, rules when you are coming from one side yeah. of um, the spectrum. And then you are also speaking to somebody who's coming from the other end of the spectrum, but they never sit to fully engage that. But we understand that it's um, about safeguarding. But then if the process takes so long and the people that are supposed to be benefiting are suffering, how do we expedite that? Yeah. Koli Medala, thank you so much for joining us. She's a volunteer media relations manager at Ubutli Bezwe Child Care Centre in Tembisa. And hey, Maybe you are like a company and you just happen to be listening on a Sunday morning. Maybe you're part of their CSI Foundation. Maybe you can afford to buy them a brand new stove. That's what they need right now. If there's someone that thinks, hey, I can do this. I can actually get them a stove. You know what? If you did that, I promise you, I will shout your name out from the rooftops and give you publicity on that one as well. You can contact Goli on 84 0122 